0: Picture where you are right now in your house. Okay. Now, picture falling through the floor where you are right now in your house. 30 feet into a dark well. That's what happened to a guy in New England. He did not realize that the home had been added onto over a well that had been there since the 1800s, and it was built over, no subfloor, no covering, no anything. So the wood eventually just rotted from underneath. He walked over it, boom, falls 30 feet, that's three stories, into a well that is deep, Is so, so deep he has to swim in it to stay alive. And it rubs the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I'm telling
1: you. A picture like uh, Tom Hanks in the money pit yeah. when the bathtub falls through the... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chris and his lovely wife Angie were bringing over some furniture and I was pretty much done with everything.
3: Well, maybe not. A friend was tasked with setting up a bed in a room in this part of the house. Here's your friggin' bed. <laughs> which had been added roughly 40 years ago. Do
0: you think he's bitter? He's like, oh, we got to go help her move. She just moved a year ago. (sighs) You know, if she would just settle down, she wouldn't keep needing all this new furniture.
1: Are they the ones that brought the Jello to the subdivision picnic (laughs) with the carrots on the top? I hate those people. (laughs) Stop it. Be nice. Okay. I'll go set up the bed. You know, Sleep Number has a free setup along with delivery. They could have done it. Why do I have to do it? Shut up. Shut up. I'm on the welcome wagon committee. That's why.
2: Okay. So I hear a crack, and I look down, on the floor God and then... damn it!
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: I'm a, are you happy?
0: You guys, I'm looking at the pictures of this story, and it's and I have like a claustrophobia problem. This is crazy. It's this looks exactly like Silence of the Lambs. You're it telling is, me. It's get a rope. I mean, some ladder. It, I'm seeing that. And in my spleen. There's a a picture of a firefighter. It looks like holding. They got the ropes down there. This looks like a movie set. If this well is so perfectly dug, and then it looks like it's got stone sides, or either it's dug out of limestone or they built it up. And can you just? I mean, the guy's uninjured, but you're bouncing down thirty feet into a. I mean, and this water's got to be freezing cold and it's pitch black and you're he had to tread water while they called the police and the fire department for 25 minutes he's down there there's nothing for you to grab on to it's just keep playing the audio of the news story because the guy gives a fantastic quote after he falls into the well and his wife is talking to him okay (laughs) I'm, i'm
1: i'm looking at the pictures like like dwyer said they got like one of those DeWalt shop lights shining down, and there's this big hole in them. Hey, man, I'm sorry I should have told you I wasn't done with that part
2: of the floor yet. (sighs) Underneath me, and then I'm falling, and I'm falling.
1: That's the guy, and here comes the, here's Mrs. Helper.
3: He fell 20 to 25 feet into a well that was uncapped and covered by hardwood flooring, but
2: no subfloor. And I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to get out of here?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you would. Ah, little help? Fortunately, his wife saw him disappear. And she said,
2: are you okay? And I said, yeah. And she said, I think I'll call 911. I said, that's a good idea. His wife told 911 dispatch... (laughs) That's a good idea. She told dispatch.
3: (laughs)
0: What's that, Timmy? He fell in the well.
3: (laughs) She thought he fell into a basement.
1: Is this where she speaks?
3: Chris, how deep is the water?
0: Uh, 80 feet. Yeah, how does he know? (laughs) What is he doing down there? (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) how deep is the water
3: it's over his head he's trying to stay keep his head afloat the water roughly seven feet deep
1: him
0: roughly five feet tall (sighs) too deep they quickly lowered a life jacket a life safety rope so the gentleman can stay secured and not
1: remember that when your neighbor asks you to help set up a bed bring a life jacket (laughs) along What do I need that for? Oh, you'll see. You'll see, my friend.
0: Go wonder if uh, he had anything medically going wrong.
2: The fire department were incredibly professional. They did a wonderful job. My wife,
0: <laughs> not so much.
2: <laughs> what
0: What else are you going to say about the fire department that just saved you? Hey, you know what? They came in here, and i tell you rough. what, they tracked a lot of dirt in here. We had just cleaned up because we were ready to put a new bed in here. They didn't give a crap about it. They cut up the floor. <laughs>
2: The fire department were incredibly professional. They did a wonderful job and saved my life, basically. A certainty that I w- would have died down there, but I was getting more and more hypothermic. Mm-hmm.
0: This guy, I love him. He's, he's not hysterical at all. I no. was uh, beginning to get hypothermic. Uh, I could tell I was changing my temperature at regular intervals. So when your neighbor asks you to move something, nah,
1: I can't risk my life. Mm-mm. We're just setting up a bed. Exactly. Did hear yeah. so about the last guy? Mm-hmm. Almost
3: drowned. And amazingly, Doctor Town suffered only very minor injuries. <laughs> the fire department temporarily made safe the well in the cistern area to make sure that nobody falls in again.
1: Now, they <laughs> got a big graduation party coming up
0: this weekend. We're giving the all clear. Well, the bad part of this story is, I mean, he thought he was just putting a bed into a bedroom. Now he's got all this. They got to cap this well. They got to do all that extra subfloor work. He just gave himself. $25,000 worth of remodeling that's not going to do anything except make the room look exactly like it did before. Thanks a lot, HGTV. <laughs> you know what we can do? Fixer upper up yours. <laughs> is we could recreate this well in the bedroom as part of the theme.
3: The property owner has contracted with a company to permanently secure this well, which is the water supply for the home. <laughs>
1: Your your water tastes like uh, the neighbor's feet. What's up with that? Oh yeah, yeah. He was swimming in it.
3: <laughs> oh my god. As of now, it's unclear whether the owner may have been in violation.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
3: Of any building codes yeah. here in Guilford, Tony Turzi.
1: Hey, Tony
0: Tursey
3: Fox sixty one News.
0: Is this story real? There's photos, man. I don't know. You know how hard it is to find a story that's not about riding or COVID. This is the best I got.
1: Giant shout out to our amazing Guilford
0: Fire Department for an unbelievable rescue. You know, I wish that I wish firefighters were at the house listening to us because I would love to hear. Who are your unsatisfied customers? You're a firefighter and you get to do your job, but rather than hear like this guy, which I assume is 99% of your reviews, who's the one guy who's got... You know what I didn't like is they broke all these windows, and they sure as heck didn't have to. You'd be surprised. <laughs> they quickly lowered a life jacket, a life safety rope, so the gentleman can stay secured and not go under if uh, he had
2: anything medically going wrong. The fire department were incredibly professional. They did a wonderful job.
1: <laughs> You'd be surprised how many of them well, that's call what I, them the frequent flyers. That's what I'd like to hear. And then they <laughs> ate the food in my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Plunking in in their boots and everything. They don't even take their shoes off when they come in.
1: <laughs> so this, okay, so your house has a problem with the bedroom floor, so much so that if something went wrong structurally, the, a, a person could drown. Think about that for a second. <laughs> what do you have to look at to fix the water system? I mean, if, the, if that's what's wrong with the bedroom, the upstairs bedroom. You're in danger of drowning.
0: <laughs> How sturdy is the well? well? The well was built in 1843.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's done its job. It's yeah. time for something new. <laughs> Bottle it. A hose. Something. Yeah, it looks like they're, they're, they're lowering themselves down along with Indiana Jones and, and Miriam.
0: His own Krusty the Clown has gathered members of the entertainment community who normally steer clear of fashionable causes, for a video called We're Sending
3: Our Love Down the Well.
0: I wanted to do something to help that boy, so I called my good friend Sting. He said, Krusty, when do you need me? I said Thursday. He said, I'm busy Thursday. I said, What about Friday? He said, Friday's worse than Thursday. Then he said, How about Saturday? I said, Fine. True story. Yeah, I used to open for Krusty in uh, 69. In fact, he
1: fired me, as I recall. <laughs> but this isn't about show business. This is about some kid down a hole or, or something. And we've all got to
3: do what we can.
2: And we're sending our love down the
0: well. All the way down. We're sending our
3: love down the well. Down
2: that well. Krusty. What are your plans for the royalties?
3: Well, we gotta pay for
0: promotion, shipping,
2: distribution.
0: You know those limos out are back—they aren't
3: free. <laughs> Whatever's left, we throw down the well. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> uh-huh. Well, thankfully, the victim was already rescued from our well story. Yes, um, and he said the uh, fire department did a fine job. <clears throat> they were professional. They were wonderful. I would find it hard to believe that you would be rescued by a firefighter and find something to complain about. But I don't work as a firefighter. I'm sure there's many stories. But... I, I bet you it happens more. <laughs> it's the majority as opposed to the. Well, I'm I'm looking at a photo here of the uh, uh, of the rescue site. Now, the floor has been cut away to look like a trapdoor, but it wasn't like that when the guy fell through it. He stepped on a floorboard, the whole thing collapsed, and he went down 30 feet into the well. So what we have here is a, a hole that the firefighters cut, and then we have around it is all kinds of looks like sawdust and dirt and footprints. So I think when they talk to that guy, he hadn't seen the devastation that had been done to the bedroom floor mm. and he would have much different much a much different story once he sees the mess these guys create so is this
1: the homeowner goose or is it the guy down the well this is the guy down the well and we're going to talk to him yeah we'll talk to chris uh, he's the one that came along with his lovely wife to set up the bed in the bedroom and help with the moving <laughs> <clears throat> And the thank you that they give you for helping move, you know what is it? A gift card, like a Panera gift card. Here you go. Thanks, thanks for. Oh, ten, 10 bucks. Ten, I can't even buy lunch with it. Ten dollars. So so the half half sandwich and a soup. Thank thank you, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm gonna move the uh, the the weight set down
0: to the down to the basement. So from so, the attic. So we'll talk to the well. The well-dweller? Yeah. Coming up in about 20 minutes. Awesome. it's awesome.
1: This is the Guilford Fire Department in Connecticut on uh, Sunday. You read that correctly. A 20- to 30-foot well for setting up a, uh, a bed in the master bedroom. Hey, you're welcome. Well, in Guilford, Connecticut on Sunday... Chris Town had a hell of a day. He's the guy we've been telling you about. Goes and helps set up a bed in a master bedroom. Something gives way, falls through the floor, and keeps on falling. It's like a cartoon. All the way down, 30-some feet into a a, a well that had been covered over with this wooden flooring. Uh, he's going to be just fine. In fact, he's on the phone with us. Right now, from from Guilford. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? Oh, great. Doing great here. (laughs) You know, normally when a neighbor asks me to, hey, would you come and help set up uh, something, a dresser, this, that, I don't normally think to grab a life preserver as I'm going over to help. (laughs) Nor did I. (laughs) That's what we hear. So, how? Take us back. Let's start at the beginning. Is this a friend of yours? who called and said hey would you, you mind helping us set up a
3: bed?
2: Well, it it's a friend uh, it's a single mom with with two kids. Uh, one her 10-year-old son is a special needs he's he's autistic. Okay. And she has a 13-year-old daughter. And you know, she was supposed to be in by July 1st. The landlord said she could get in a few days earlier. Okay. So she was moving a bunch of furniture over. We went over and she was trying to set up a bed for her son in a room uh, downstairs in the house. That's a pretty good size room. Okay. And uh, she had to go back and pick up the kids. So just my wife and I were there, and uh, I was trying to set up a metal frame to, to put a uh, a bed on. And uh, she said, "There's there's a soft spot in the floor. I want to make sure the bed." you know covers a soft spot so nobody's stepping on that soft spot because it doesn't look very good okay so i'm setting up this bed frame and i'm you know kneeling down putting pieces together and at one point i stood up and i stood up in exactly the wrong spot because i ended up must have stood up right over top of the soft spot so the floor starts giving the floor gives way so i i sort of looked down i realized the floor is disappearing and then i'm falling and I'm falling and I'm falling, uh, and then I hit water. I thought, oh, this is this is this is peculiar. This wasn't this wasn't in the plan. Uh, so I go underwater, of course, and then I, I I pop up and I start looking around, and it takes me a while to realize that a I'm at least twelve feet below the ground, and that was just a guess on my part because I'm looking up at the hole that I fell through. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it, you know, it's a circular pattern, so, you know, it makes sense that it's gotta be a well, but, you know, how, how did I get into a well? Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> the, there, you know, I, I started feeling around trying, the first thing I realized is, I'm not gonna be able to climb out of here, because, you know, there's, the walls are far enough apart, and, you know, there's, it, the walls are uneven. I do find a couple of rocks that are sticking out far enough that I can put one foot on, each side of the well and and sort of get my body out of the water, uh, you know, down to my waist. So from my waist down, I'm in water. And then, you know, uh, I start worrying about my wife because she was in the room with me. You know, she's not down in the well with me, but uh, I'm sure that was quite a shocking thing to see your husband just sort of disappear. Yeah, yeah. When you said that
1: the floor was soft and it was kind of squishy... All I thought of was, like, if you've ever broken through the ice uh, in the wintertime or the spring, uh, that giving way feeling is the only thing I can relate it to. Is that accurate? I don't know if you've ever experienced that or not, but...
2: I, I guess I've had. ice start to give way for me, but I've ever, I've never actually fallen all the way through the ice. Oh, I have. And, I've,
0: <laughs> and, and how much of the floor? Because uh, you know the the photos we're seeing are our post rescue. So the the fire department yeah. have come in and created a very nice trapdoor looking uh, unit. Uh, but how much of the floor actually gave way when you look back up? Uh, as you're t- trying to do the math in your head here.
2: Uh, just, just the tractor that you see in the picture. Basically, uh-huh. they pulled. You know, uh, there were a few pieces of uh, flooring uh, glued or, or nailed together. I think the, I think it was nailed together. Uh-huh. But uh, because it was over well and probably had been for thirty or forty years, I assume a lot of the moisture had you know sort of risen up and hit the bottom of that, and it basically had just rotted out.
0: I like your comment uh, to the uh,
1: to the television station when you said this.
2: Um, Right here. And she said, are you okay? And I said, yeah. And she said, I think I'll call 911. I said, that's a good idea.
1: (laughs) Were you that positive and that calm in the exact moment? Or were you using some salty words as you're yelling? (laughs)
2: Well, no. Since well, I was yelling at my wife. I'm sure when I first hit the water, I I <laughs> mumbled North than a couple of things that, that wouldn't be repeatable in in, in polite company. Uh, but but within a few seconds, I thought, well, a I'm conscious. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I, had I hit my head on anything going down and been knocked unconscious, that would have been the end of the story. Right. Uh, so you know, I'm figuring I can get my head out of the water. Uh, if I'm stuck here for an incredibly long period of time, I might drown. But I thought, you know, a, I'm not going to get out of this by myself. I need help, mm. and so calling nine one one was a an excellent idea. And again, I'm trying not to frighten my wife because I'm not, I'm a bit frightened myself, but I'm not scared to death. I. I'm thinking this is a survivable incident, for lack of a better term.
1: You're not too busted up, or at least you don't think you're injured, but the question is, well, how the heck are they going to get me out? Do you remember that Jessica McClure story, the little girl that fell down the well and it took like all kinds of people to get her out many years ago? Right. Or Silence right. of the Lambs? That's, that was what I would be concerned with. Your wife looks. aha, now I got you. Now who's going to go to <laughs> yeah. shoe carnival?
2: <laughs> she got you right uh, where she I, I, wants you. <laughs> actually, uh, yeah. Well, my wife luckily doesn't isn't out to get me.
1: Uh, <laughs> keep, an him, and, uh, keep an eye on him though. Keep an eye on him though, Chris.
2: She was. She was talking to the dispatcher. You know, she called nine one one, and the dispatcher started asking her questions. And she asked me a, another question. I said, "Well, I'm I'm trying to keep my head above water." Uh, that you know, up to that point, the uh dispatcher thought that i'd fallen down maybe fallen downstairs and broken a leg or something mm. and then he realized that i was in water and he realized that they, he needed an entirely different crew so the dispatchers you know sent a fire truck and a rescue okay. squad and all sorts of other things so.
1: and did your wife tell him okay he was setting up a bed and now he's down the well and he's got his head above water and the dispatcher's going wait he was setting up a water bed What what's
2: going on <laughs> No, no, he didn't have to, You know, in other words, she said that I had fallen through the floor.
1: Okay, so, so he knew uh, that
2: after. And for first, he said he, I fell. Then he said she said he fell through the floor. He said right. we're on the ground floor. He just disappeared into the ground, and then um, so. You know, again, the dispatcher. You know, again, my wife wasn't probably working through all of this. She yeah. didn't go over and look down the hole because she was afraid the whole floor. Sure, might sure absolutely.
1: Yep. And and so, what happens now? They're supposed to move in uh, tomorrow. Is that on hold or?
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of on hold. Uh, one is, you know, some guy fell in the well and probably contaminated it. Uh. Oh, that, <laughs> that's right. That's their water supply, right? That's the, that that maybe you know, and again, there's there's. It, it brings up a whole lot of questions. And, and to be perfectly honest with you, it was a very unpleasant uh, afternoon for me. Yeah. You no, know, it wasn't the worst thing that uh, it's actually not the worst thing that has ever happened to me. It was just a very bad day.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: and, you know, I got sent to the hospital. I was hypothermic because I'd been standing in water for probably about an hour by the time they got me out.
0: And it was refreshingly uh, cold. Too cold. <laughs>
2: It was cold mm-hmm. and you know it it wasn't it wasn't icy you know I mean it was it wasn't that cold but it was cold enough that you know I'm, I'm shivering and shaking by the time by the time they got me out
1: And how and, do they uh, get you out?
2: Well they sent down a rope they sent down a rope and then a uh, just to put around my chest to keep me from sinking below mm-hmm. and then they sent down a life jacket to put on just in case I passed out so that I would still Afloat, right. And then they sent a guy down with a harness who strapped me in. So they had to open up the hole a little bit wider. So the, the hole that you see in the pictures is probably not exactly the hole that I went through because again they did open it up some so that they wow. could get a, a guy down and have two of us come, come up. Okay. So uh, it it was uh, it was an unpleasant experience, uh, but you know everybody worked hard. The uh, the guys from the fire department and the rescue squad, the guy who came down to pull me up, everybody was very supportive, very helpful, sure. you know, saying encouraging things to me and telling me I was doing a good job and, and what have you.
0: And really, what uh, other, what job were you doing that was a, a good job? It was Staying above water? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh. Good job down there, Chris! Well, it could have been
1: a lot worse had it been that the young man who got out of bed yeah. and went through,
2: that that would be bad, you know? I, I guess my attitude is if anybody had to go down in the hole, I'm glad it was me. That's ours as uh, well. well yeah. Chris, yeah.
0: maybe if you
1: hadn't I
2: put on,
0: had if maybe if you hadn't put on that COVID 15 that I've heard about, uh, oh. you know, the floor wouldn't have given way. I'm just, I'm just throwing stuff out there because you know that's what we do. Is this?
2: Uh, I understand.
1: We're in the Midwest, so this sounds completely foreign to us. Is it? Is it common out in in New England that that the homes are built over a well like that, or or what?
2: No. No, as in the Midwest, if you, you're you supposed to cap a well.
0: Okay.
1: Uh,
2: and I don't think you're ever supposed to build over top of it. But, you know, um, people don't always follow building codes, particularly when you have an old house and you're just adding on to it. You can get away with a lot of things if you don't have it properly inspected or don't take out the proper building. Mm-hmm. It's a theme I'm, of I have mine. no idea how this was done. <laughs> but they so. should let
1: you know before you set up a bed over it, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, I had no information that when I was in that room that there was, in fact, a well underneath. I found out the hard way. Right. (laughs) Going to the bottom of it. Now,
0: you said it's it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to you. If we could go back to that for just a second. uh, I mean, I don't want you to divulge secrets or anything, but what the hell could be worse than falling 30 feet into a well through a floor?
1: The well story is the silver medal. The gold medal story is what?
2: Uh, Do I really want to go there? I i had a my daughter died about two and a half oh. years ago. if you survived that then you know oh. everything else is a small potato oh man. well i'm so. both
0: i'm both sad but uh uh happy that I asked because now you can at least talk about her and and uh i I appreciate you sharing that that uh that certainly explains your earlier statement and I'm so sorry to hear about your daughter wow
2: well thank you and and again she was uh she was a great kid i've I've mentioned ragbri she did ragbri with me two of those times, one when she was ten and once when she was twelve um, but you know life doesn't always work perfectly, but you know again, if you know anybody who has buried a child, no oh, nothing else Jesus. anything after that is just is just survivable you well, know, that, i you that, have that to very, be that,
1: commended you. for your your positive attitude uh before during and after not only this event but everything since you lost your daughter. Uh, and she, you said you guys rode Ragbri twice.
2: Well, I, I did it four times. Valerie rode with me twice. Okay. Uh, you know mostly my son and I had done it together, but uh, Valerie, when she was ten and then again when she was twelve, uh, did it uh, with us.
1: You know, uh, there's no ragbri this year, of course. I'm sure you're aware of, of that. And were you guys following the controversy over Ragbri and Iowa's ride and the, the change and all of that?
2: No, I have to admit, you know, in the last couple of years, I had have not even thought about, you know, applying to go to Ragnar. Although it's a great adventure, but I'm 67 now, and you know, uh, and I don't don't get as many miles on my bike as I used to. But Chris, so.
0: a 12-year-old yeah. girl did it. I, I believe you said, did you not? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty bad that I've never done it, actually. Yeah, other than
1: the bike riding,
0: we love rag ride.
1: Other than all the yeah. b- the biking, that's the downside. Yeah, there's no rag ride this year, and there was a, a dissension in the ranks, and so they were organizing a an alternate ride at the same time. So one was going to go one direction across the state, east to west. The other original was going to go west to east, and now both of them are canceled because of... This this year twenty twenty.
2: Yeah, COVID nineteen, so, yes.
1: Yeah. Well, uh again, you have got such a great positive attitude. How's uh how's Angela doing? Is she taking this this uh this in stride as well?
2: Well, I think we hold each other a little tighter every day since then. Mm-hmm. Uh she you know, she, A, she did an excellent job. She called nine one one, she got the right people, she gave them the right information. So, you know, she's one of the other people who helped save my life. Yeah. Um and you know, so she's pretty. She was pretty freaked out when it occurred, and then you know she tried to follow me to the hospital, yeah. to the hospital, which is in New Haven. So it's about twenty miles away. Oh, and she she was doing okay. Uh, one of our friends came over and joined at the at the house, and he followed her, and they were you know a third of the way to the hospital. All of a sudden, the ambulance put on its light and sped up. So that's always a little nerve wracking when you're following somebody. Yeah, what's possible. that about? <laughs> I, what I'm, was that about? <laughs> I, not, I honestly don't know why they, you know, why they sped up at that particular time, but they did. And so she, you know, but she got and, you know, met me in the, in the ER and she couldn't stay very long because again, COVID-19, not, nothing operates the way that it used to. Yeah. Uh, but she, she stayed with me for about 20 minutes and a couple hours later, I convinced them that, uh, my I was pretty certain in my own mind that I didn't have any broken bones and that my blood pressure had come down to normal and I was no longer hypothermic and they should just let me go home and they did
1: so. <laughs> and what was for dinner yeah what is, uh, uh, carry out or did she make you something nice
2: no it no, was well, she couldn't make me anything nice so she we were sitting she was sitting in in the. Uh, uh, waiting room uh, okay. at the hospital, you know, <laughs> and so we we to get out and and drive twenty miles home. Okay. and we actually had something that we had planned earlier for dinner. So okay, so dinner, the like crockpot kind of still stuff.
0: plugged in. We asked still the purgly- worst. We asked the worst questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was for dinner? Yeah, but you know what? I didn't hear him tell any TV stations what was for dinner no, after he fell. No. no. And everybody wants to know, what's the meal you have when you get out of the well? Right. You that's can't be too prepared. Right. Have a life preserver ready because yes. you're setting
1: up a bed, and, and a, have something ready a, in the crock pot because it's going to be at least two hours in the ER. Pot of Sloppy Joe's right. or something. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, thanks for sharing your story with you. God bless your daughter, Valerie. And, and uh, I certainly didn't uh, see our our story going that way. But
2: uh, Well, I, and again, I, that's yeah. – and I don't try to bring that up in every no, conversation, although, you no, know, but, when you ask me what's the worst thing that's ever well, happened to me in yeah, my life, I, I appreciate I, your that's, honesty. That's the obvious thing.
1: And uh, is there anything uh, you take away from her life that you could share with our listeners? Um, everybody deals with, with difficult situations, um, but, you know, your kids are something that uh, you take for granted, I think, when you're raising them. Uh, you, you bring them home from the hospital, next thing you know, they're. They're on their way to college before you know it. It's, it's I, I never believed it when my parents said, oh, it it, it goes by so fast. And it truly does. It does. And, and that, uh, your example, uh, fast is a relative term, and fast could be immediate if you don't pay attention each and every day. Is that fair?
2: Right. No, that, that is definitely fair. She was, unfortunately, uh, Valerie's, what killed Valerie was alcohol. She started drinking alcohol when she was... In, college or high school I'm not even sure which um and it eventually became an addiction and and you know she she had liver damage basically and I think that's what it, what eventually uh mm. killed her uh which is very unfortunate because I'm watching this she didn't live with me and uh, and I'm trying to discourage her and, and from drinking and getting help and mm. I was not successful so
1: uh, everything in moderation and you know right. the the book that they give you when you take your kids home from the hospital is is uh, incomplete at best
2: incomplete at, at, at best
1: yeah well thank you for sharing your story with us and uh, if, if somebody couldn't find a takeaway from your conversation with us they, they weren't paying attention <laughs> there's something for everybody in this say no when you want, when you want to set up furniture for a neighbor <laughs>
0: for, it, for instance Chris we just got this email from Roberta who obviously is take, has a takeaway from our conversation dear dorks that's what they call us if that was my husband down the well I maybe would have taken an hour or so to decide whether I even wanted to call 911.
2: <laughs> well, actually, actually my, my wife is my second wife. I, I do have an ex-wife, and I, I don't even think she would have left me down. In the alleyway, you know. <laughs> she, she, I'm sure she doesn't think too highly of me, but I don't think she would have left me down. The well, Iowa's so, a rough
1: place. Yeah. It's changed a lot since the last rag bride. Trust me. <laughs>
2: Hey, you have a I'll great day. There are lots of good people in Iowa. I, I know. You know. I talked to a bunch of you as I rode across the state. There's a lot of fine people
1: there. <laughs> you know what? We have fun. None
0: <laughs> of them listen to this show. That's unfortunately.
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have a great uh, rest of your summer and day. All right. Thanks for sharing uh, your Thank story you. with us. Take care.
2: Thank you. All right. Have a good one. All righty. Bye bye.
0: Uh, that was uh, that was the guy who fell down a well, and it wasn't the worst thing that ever happened oh. to him. Christopher Town,
1: uh, how did uh, how did we do recovering from the? Uh, oh,
0: well, it's you just. Come on, this is the worst of the. Uh, you, well, my I lost my daughter. You just don't know, uh, dear dorks. That Dave Mustaine interview sounds pretty good now. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, crap, huh? Well, let me tell you, dear dorks, mm. I got a good feeling about this cash call. I do too. <laughs> I, I do. Too. Now it obviously is a sad thing, but I, I mean, that's just that's just a slice of life. That's yeah. uh, you know you don't we never know when we talk to somebody what you know. I was thinking as I was listening to that news story, the guy was very very calm, and I the way he was describing the way the firefighters came and treated him. In the news story, which is pretty close to just after it happened, he was very calm, very cool, very collected. And I thought, oh, I wonder if that was shock or what that was. But then listening to him now and then hearing about the obvious fight that he had to try to save his daughter. uh, This This ain't so bad. This really wasn't. This really was not that big a deal to him. Uh, You know, once he realized he was was conscious and he was going to live, he's like, yeah, okay. I wish I could be more like that. Yep. Laid back.